Let's play a game. I'll give you a description and you try to guess which profession it is. Ready? They are gatekeepers and everyone must pass through them. They do most of the heavy lifting. They intermediate during family drama. They counsel, educate, as well as feeding, cleaning, bathing, and medicating, among other things. Anyway, like I was saying, nurses are the fruit of the sea. What the heck don't they do? Hi, and welcome to Chart Life Podcast. I'm your host, Chantel, and today we are discussing that nasty B word, burnout. And here to help us do that, we have an exceptional guest. Erica D., the NP, is a family nurse practitioner and creator of the Burnt Out Nurse Practitioner and the Nurse Practitioner Charting School. After overcoming burnout herself, Erica created the Burned Out NP to help overwhelmed nurse practitioners create a better work-life balance, conquer burnout, and advocate for themselves. She also created the Nurse Practitioner Charting School to be the one-stop for all documentation resources created specifically for NPs. Welcome health professionals to Chart Life Podcast, where it's all about you. Your stories of challenges and triumphs with news and resources just for you. I'm your host, Chantel Howard. Thanks for joining me. Erica, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And I just want to say thank you for all of your impact and resources that you provide to all healthcare providers. It is something that is definitely needed. And as you'll hear about our discussion of burnout, a lot of healthcare providers and nurse practitioners are struggling. So thank you for helping them out. Absolutely. My pleasure. And right back at you. To start, will you give us a general definition? What is burnout? Burnout is chronic. You know, it happens over time, just the exposures to stress, negativity. If you've experienced a loss of purpose or detachment in your work, it's something that kind of gradually can present over time and can definitely just affect your personal and professional life. And you are no stranger to burnout. Will you tell us a little bit about your personal experience with burnout? I actually experienced burnout as an RN working on a busy acute care floor. At the time, I did not even know that I was burned out. Uh, One day when I was at work, I went on lunch break and there was an article sitting on the table about compassion fatigue in healthcare and compassion fatigue is similar to burnout. It's just that chronic exposure and just the feelings of being exhausted, you know, and not having that compassion or that purpose that a lot of us did when we first went into healthcare. I read that article and checkmarked about every single box about the signs and symptoms of compassion fatigue. And that was when I realized that I was burned out from nursing. Personally, my kind of feelings and experiences were like a mental, emotional, 
and physical exhaustion. I dreaded going to work. I had completely lost my passion and my fulfillment for taking care of patients. And I just felt detached from my work as a nurse, from my coworkers, from my family, and even felt detached from myself. And there's a few things I did personally to overcome that burnout and gradually get back my life. There are so many health professionals that can relate to that story. Me, myself, I started out in 2014, I became a registered nurse and I started out on a heme onc floor, oncology, but we also took all end of life care. We took fetal demise. There was also a locked wing on our unit where we took all AMS, altered mental status patients. It was just such a challenging combination. Mm -hmm. And after six months, I decided, I was like, okay, I've got to go back to school. There is no way that I can keep doing this because it was just, like you said, it was physically exhausted, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It was just so draining. I can absolutely relate to that. What kind of solutions did you use to help overcome burnout? Burnout is multifactorial and it's something that does not just happen overnight. So it's something that we can't just solve overnight. It depends on that healthcare provider and their own life experiences and those kinds of things. But the things that I did was implement self-care. And you might've heard, you know, how important self-care is, but we have to fill up our cup. We have to take care of ourselves before we can take care of anyone else. And self-care, putting our needs first is not selfish because if you've been burned out, you know that you can't take care of other people because you can't even take care of yourself. Also, mindset, I needed to realize that I was in control of my happiness and I was in control of overcoming the burnout. I couldn't just wait for my employer to fix it or if I had left the job, I couldn't just completely resolve the burnout. Like it was a lot of inner work that I had to do personally. And there's also a lot of other things if you need to set boundaries. I think that's a big one in healthcare because it is a caring profession. And a lot of us lack those healthy boundaries because we are compassionate and we want to take care of our patients and take care of others. And then even with your experience, Chantel, and just the trauma, the types of patients we see, you know, just the effect that that has on our own own mental and physical and emotional health. Sometimes we need to address that trauma or the experiences that we have been through in healthcare. Nurse, are you looking to get away but stuck at work? Then Chart Life has the perfect solution for you. Try our three-minute guided meditation, ideal for your short break and guaranteed to leave you less stressed before the next call alarm goes off. Try it today, available at chartlife.com. That's life with a Y. I recently heard a really good talk on what's called vicarious trauma. And so, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. You know, you can live vicariously through someone, but they say a lot of people, especially in health professions, healthcare, 
go through this kind of trauma. We deal with a lot of traumatic patients, a lot of patients that have a lot of needs, that have been mm. through a lot of things themselves. Like there are a combination of factors that of course contributes to burnout. But what would you say has been the most significant one that contributes to burnout in your line of work? Through the Burned Out Nurse Practitioner, I have talked to hundreds of nurse practitioners specifically, and the the biggest contributor to burnout for us is work-life imbalance. So many nurse practitioners are spending more time at work, less time with their families, you know, with their friends, less time recharging or refueling themselves. And so that has been the biggest cause of burnout that I have seen in nurse practitioners. And like we mentioned, I mean, there are a lot of other factors that can cause burnout and they all work together and affect that burnout, but the work-life imbalance is definitely number one. I think most health professionals would agree with that too. That's always a really big one, trying to find that balance again. You, Erica, offer the Burnout NP School. How does that help nurse practitioners get back to a happier work-life balance? I write blog articles on topics of nurse practitioner burnout, you know, mom guilt, the work-life imbalance, working in the current healthcare system, because like you said, we just are exposed to a lot of the negativity and things that the patients are going through, and we kind of bring those on ourselves. I write blog posts about those, and then I also have some paid courses, burnout resolution for nurse practitioners was designed to help overwhelmed NPs create that better work-life balance and overcome the burnout. So a lot of the things that we've talked about today, as far as like setting the boundaries, implementing self-care, just the mindset shifts, I teach all of those things in that course. And then I also have a controlling imposter syndrome course. That's a big one too for any healthcare providers. A lot of us struggle with those negative self-talk, the negative Activity, thinking that we're not good enough, that we don't know anything. And then I also have a course on contract negotiation for nurse practitioners because I really want NPs to be able to advocate for themselves and get paid for all the hard work that they are doing. And then I created the Nurse Practitioner Charting School because, like I mentioned, work-life imbalance was the number one cause of nurse practitioner burnout. And the number one cause of that work-life imbalance was charting because charting is such a major thing that we do as nurse practitioners. And I just found a lot of NPs were staying late at the office. They were bringing charts home just spending a ton of time on all the other tasks that we do, like medication refills, analyzing diagnostic data, looking at past medical records, responding to patient messages. I mean, those are all the other tasks that we do as nurse practitioners. And I realized just how many NPs were struggling with their time management and creating chart notes that don't take all day to write. I also offer a billing and coding course and then also legal issues with charting course. I felt in my nurse practitioner schooling, 
I did not learn very much about any of those topics. I had maybe a 30 minute class on how to bill and code and really didn't understand it or know when I got into practice exactly how to do that. And I realized that a lot of other nurse practitioners struggled with those charting topics and issues. That's why I created the nurse practitioner charting school just to be that resource for nurse practitioners. That is really awesome. And I think when you and I first connected, I mentioned that I have a couple of girlfriends that are nurse practitioners. The exact things that you're saying are the same things that they struggle with. That imposter syndrome for one, especially starting out, a lot of them weren't as confident. You want your patients to trust you. One other thing that you said that I thought was really important is how you also implement the mindset shift. You have to do that with any change I think you're trying to implement into your life. If your mindset isn't right, then it's nearly impossible to make that change sometimes. Just something personally, you know, that I struggled with just a lot of negativity and, you know, not believing that I could do it. And so once I started to shift that mindset and do some more personal work, I am definitely a lot more fulfilled and happier in life and no longer burned out. So that's definitely important. It doesn't matter which EHR, which system you're using or anything, the tools that you teach, they can can be applied to all of them. Yes, I have several different things that I teach as far as like time management and charting tips, utilizing our electronic health records, the tools within there. So I have a comprehensive list of smart phrases or also known as dot phrases. These are common phrases or words that we use in our chart note. This might be discharge instructions. It might be non-pharmacological treatment for diabetes. It might be common side effects of medications. Just a lot of those things that you find yourself constantly (laughs) typing out and putting in that chart note. That's why I have this list of smart phrases that you can adjust for your practice and then implement that into your EHR and just save a ton of time with your charting. Like you said, a lot of times in school, you don't learn about those tips and tricks and things like that, especially the legal side of it. I've always heard, you tell me if this is correct, I've always heard less is more with charting. Yes, because if you put something in the history of present illness, so what the patient is telling you in that top part of your chart note, but don't dress it in the physical exam or don't order the appropriate diagnostic tests or don't mention what your plan is under the plan of care. That looks like you were negligent as a provider. And so that's something a lot of nurse practitioners struggle with over charting and just that note bloat. And I think some of that has to do with how we charted as nurses. When you were with that patient for 12 hours during the day. I mean, you documented everything they did, their urine output, how much they ate for their meals. They worked with physical therapy. I mean, you had a a comprehensive documentation for working with that patient. But as nurse practitioners, it's a little bit different. The charting is more specific to, you know, that chief complaint, or if you're seeing them in a hospital setting, those diagnoses. And that's how our chart notes should be reflected. I encourage nurse practitioners to do 
like a problem-focused chart note and a problem-focused exam, and that just helps you stay on track and stay on that specific reason why you're seeing the patient. And helps with your time management. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Erica, this has been wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of this information. Before we go, though, will you drop us with the best health advice you've got? Mind, body, spirit, and or emotion. For anyone in healthcare, a lot of us are struggling and we were burned out before the pandemic and now it's just really intensified that burnout and that work-life imbalance for so many of us. And my piece of advice is just to encourage you to take care of yourself first. If you are burned out, now is the time to put your needs first to address the burnout. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, we can't take care of our patients or our families if we can't even take care of ourselves. It's time, you know, take care of yourself, please put your needs first and, and then you can help others. Exactly. You can't pour from an empty cup. Erica, thank you so much for spending your time with us and sharing these valuable resources. And thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. Our special guest today is Erica D, the MP. If you'd like to get in touch with Erica or learn more about these awesome and life-changing resources, here's how. So you can join the Burned Out Nurse Practitioner Facebook group. I'm also on Instagram at burnedoutnp. Same thing for my website, www.burnedoutnp.com. And then as far as the Nurse Practitioner Charting School, I'm on Instagram at npchartingschool. And then my website is www.npchartingschool.com. Thank you so much, Erica. And thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you next time on Chart Life Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Chart Life Podcast. That's life with a Y. New episodes are available every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you soon.